And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up everyone? Zach here. Hope you have a great day. Hey, today I want to send you something special or have you listened to something special this was a call that we did with uh part of our team actually today um and i want to share it with you and today you're going to hear how to really start the process of creating unity on your team um this was a i'm using an analogy in this podcast uh from a really really great speaker that I think you're going to enjoy a lot. So anyway, enjoy the podcast. Over the next three weeks, we're going to talk about having stability in your team, having retention in your team. Okay. Everyone understands that you can have really good performance, but, and that's good. If you have really good performance, you're sponsoring a lot of people. That means you could be making a lot of short-term, medium-term money. But if you have poor retention, it's eventually going to implode from the bottom up. And if it implodes from the bottom up, you don't have residual income. You just have basically a business, like a regular business that has a little bit of recurring revenue and then it's gone. You don't want that, right? Like my guess is you're here. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Um, would you rather, would you rather do the work once, have it fall apart and redo it or do the work once solidify and get paid forever? Who wants to rebuild a million times? Who wants to do the work once and get paid forever? Who wants to knock everything off your table? I just did that. Sweet. I don't know what fell over, but whatever. It's all good. Wasn't a child. Um, so we all want to do the work once and get paid for a long, long time, right? Well, that comes from stability. Stability equals passive income in this business, in this industry, right? Stability has its roots in unity. So we're going to talk about some tactical things over the next few weeks to actually keeping a team together. Now, most people, most people get really stuck in one of the two areas. They either get really stuck on performing or they get really stuck on retention. If you're going to get stuck in one of them, get stuck on performance. Okay. If you get stuck on retention and you have two, two people on your team, you know what you have? A lot of frustration. Don't try to retain your two people. Who cares? 
Okay, first of all, the law of numbers is gonna dictate your retention anyway in some cases. So I don't wanna burst anyone's bubble here, but this is the, just the truth. Network marketing operates in a business of thirds. Now, truthfully, with the systems that we've been utilizing, we're seeing a much, we're seeing actually better than a business of thirds. But traditionally speaking, network marketing operates in a business of thirds. If you sponsor 100 people, 30 will likely quit fairly shortly. 30 will do what we call incubate, meaning they're gonna basically sit around and lie to you. They're going to, just kidding, not actually lying, but they're saying, hey, I'll build the business, but then they never do. They probably are on an auto ship, but they're just kind of sitting around. And then a third of them are gonna do some type of building, right? They're, they're at least taking some action. They're probably putting in a couple people every few months, something like that, okay? And then probably uh, a tenth of them are gonna be like your, your leader. They're gonna run through a wall, right? These are the hardcore and crazy people. They don't care if you quit or you never existed, they're gonna build a business. That's who you want. Now you want them all, because you need them all, but you want them too. Now here's the trick. The trick is to lead the leaders and give a place to love the incubators. Because if you can do that, you can capture 60% of your team and make sure that they stay with you. The 30% are gonna quit anyway, so who cares? Making sense? So you're never gonna get past the law of numbers in this case. But if you don't learn what I'm gonna tell you, here's what'll happen. You will probably keep five to 10% of your total recruits at most. You're either gonna keep, if you're a hardcore nut job like me, that's my personality type, kind of a too hardcore, what I used to do is I used to literally screw up my relationship with everyone that wasn't super hyper crazy committed. So if you weren't super committed to building the business seven days a week like I was at the time, I thought you were like weak, weak like mentally weak. Like literally, that, I'm, this is embarrassing actually because this is, it's been a long time. I don't think they did anymore. But I literally thought that person is mentally weak because they're telling me they want to build the business, but I always have this stupid excuse. That was literally the language in my head. I don't think like that anymore, but that's where I was. That's how some of you think. Then the other side is um, where you are a little bit more, um, you're, not, you're not like I was, you're, like, you're a leader, like you wanna be a leader, but you're not like so hard cut, you think people are weak, but you're not strong enough to actually lead people. So essentially who you attract is like little, is like little, little like wannabes. Right? They're like, and this is, this is the kind of person I attracted also at one point in my career. It's like little like mini Zachs. Like, oh, Zach is so cool. <sighs> so here's what it did to, to someone with an ego. It makes you feel cool. I feel great because you think I'm cool. But that person is never going to really grow because they're looking at me and my potential when they should be looking at their own potential. They should be looking at themselves and growing themselves as a leader rather than thinking that I'm super cool. These are the problems that you get when you don't learn how to build retention. Now, the core root of retention is honestly, this is gonna sound hokey and stupid, but I don't care. It's honestly love. It's accepting people. It's accepting people with where they're at, but being strong enough to create a pull for them so that they see where you're going and they wanna follow you. Retention at its core is that. Now, love doesn't mean, oh, you're, you're cheating on me? It's okay. That's what most people do in their marketing. Oh, you're lying to me all the time? You're telling me you're gonna do stuff, but you never do it? Okay, you wanna hang out? That's what most people do. That's not love, that's stupidity. Love is saying, I'm cool with where you're at, 
but I also love you enough to tell you where you should be and I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get it for me and you can follow if you want. That's the core. Okay, now let's talk about what kind of surrounds that core inside of you of love and acceptance. Biggest thing I had to overcome in this area was not judging people, not thinking people were weak, just realizing that we have differences. They just view the world different than me. And then I'm like, oh wow, like I'm not strong, they're not weak. Now some people are roughly. But in this case, I'm not strong, they're not weak. We just literally have different strengths and differences, that's it. So now that I know that, now I can actually view them as a human being and not an object to get to perform. It's not your goal. Your goal is actually to create relationship. See, the core is love. Retention is built with relationship. If I have a relationship with Ashley, a strong one, it's unlikely she's gonna leave me. Well, I, I'm using this in the context of a, of a business partner, but you, know, you get it actually in a relationship too. If I have a really strong relationship with a downline and we're really good friends, it is unlikely that he's going to leave me. If, I mean, some of you are from the military, you know this. If you go through battle with someone, you go through boot camp together, you have a special connection with those people in boot camp that's not easily broken, right? If I go race with someone in the car and the people on the race team, if some guy is doing, is he, if he's the mechanic of the car or the bike and he's putting the wheels on, he's adjusting the brake pressure, he's adjusting my clutch and the throttle, my life is in his hands. If we win, the, win it together, we have a connection that's stronger than most things. If you played football before or a sport of some kind, Ashley played volleyball. She created a connection with the teammates that's not easily broken, right? So the key here is to create relationship with people. Now, I'm gonna talk about tactical things you can do in the next few weeks to create that relationship and make sure that you have proper relationships depending on where people are at in the business. You have to have certain relationships with downline, certain relationships upline, and certain relationships crossline. You screw them up, you cause turmoil, and everyone quits. So, the core of stability is you, and the core of you is love, so we're gonna come back to you. So the core of stability in its nature is unity. If a team is unified, if a team has strong relationships together, you're not writing this down, you should. If a team is unified, if a team has strong relationships together and is on the same mission, they're going to probably stay pretty close. So why do sports teams usually foster good relationships? Because they're in the same area, on the same mission, doing the same thing all the time. They're close together in proximity and they have the same exact mission. And they're building a relationship. This is why they stay unified. When you can create that type of tightness in a team like this, that's when you can create retention because people stay in the business for three reasons. One, they stay in because they are making a lot of money right now. Number two, they stay in because they believe that they're someday gonna make a lot of money. Or three, they're having so much fun they don't care. By the very nature, the law of numbers, I don't care if you're in network marketing or in the corporate world, by the very nature of life, most people are not in the category of making a lot of money on your team. Now you might, but most people on your team are not in the category of making a lot of money. So that means that the reason that they're going to stay generally is for one of two reasons. They believe they're gonna like make a lot of money and they're having so much fun they don't care, which can also be translated to they have a strong relationship with the team. So your goal is to create distance from you and your team by passing them 
growing beyond them, sponsoring more people than they are, because what that does to them is helps them believe that someday they can make a lot of money. And secondly, you're gonna create a strong relationship with them and create an environment where they have so much fun that they don't care if they're making a lot of money or not. When you can do that, they'll stick. When you can do that, it doesn't matter if they're making a lot of money because someday they believe they will and they're having a lot of fun. Cool? All right. So <clears throat> how do you create um, unity? Well, the first thing that you need to understand is that you need to start, you need to start with it. You need to be unified, okay? And I'm not necessarily saying with other people, although I am, but I also mean you. You need to be unified. What do I mean by that? The, well, I should say, what are the steps to that? The first step is you need to pick your environment. So thankfully, you've already picked it. You're, this is your environment, okay? You picked an environment, and hopefully you've chosen to be here, right? No one convinced you to be here, which I doubt it. But you've picked your environment. That's here. This is a group of business owners that are on a similar mission to change their financial world and impact others along the way. Step number two is you need to grow your roots in that environment. There's only two steps here. Pick your environment, you've got it. Now it's time to grow your roots. The depth of the root determines the quality of the fruit. Yay, rhymes, but it's true. Depth of the root determines the quality of the fruit. I took some of this analogy and I thought it was really, really brilliant. But here's what I'm trying, here's what I wanna get at today is I wanna encourage you slash somewhat warn you, I don't know, but more so encourage to not be what's called a bonsai rep, a bonsai representative. Does anybody know what a bonsai tree is? No bonsai tree? Okay, if you don't know what a bonsai tree is, let me, let me just show you what a bonsai tree is. Okay, so y'all can see my screen here. This is a bonsai, this is a bonsai tree, right? A little teeny, little teeny bonsai tree, super cute, fits in a little pot, right? Very nice. So a bonsai tree is super adorable, right? As you can tell, it's really, really small, really cute. Now, this bonsai tree is obviously tiny, and it's in a little pot. Now, bonsai trees can actually be super huge. They can be, like, massive, okay? They can be really, really big. So why is this bonsai tree so small? Well, as you probably figured out by now after looking at the picture, it's because it's in a little pot, right? It's in this tiny little pot. It's the same exact seed, by the way, as a big bonsai tree, the same exact seed. You take one seed, you put it over there in the ground, it creates a massive tree. You take the same seed, you put it in a little pot, and it creates a little tiny bonsai tree. Why is it small? Because it has no root system. Now, this is kind of like being in business, maybe in multiple MLM companies. Being in business for years and years and years and years, and it never really seems to get where I think it could be. I've been in business for, I've been in all these companies. I keep jumping around. I keep trying the new thing. But I just don't seem to be getting where I should be getting. See, the leaves look the same. The trunk looks the same. The bark is the same texture. It literally is the exact same. It's the same replica as the tree outside. It's just smaller. It's not the same height. It looks the same, sounds the same, feels the same, tastes the same. Just not the same height. You can translate that too in 
maybe a representative looks the right way. They say the right things. They post the right things on Instagram. They look good on Instagram. They have the picture in front of the hotel. <laughs> you know, they have the suit on, or maybe they have the t-shirt on, depending on what their brand imaging is. The content looks good, right? The ads look good. The funnels looks right, but nothing ever seems to be working. Life just isn't what it should be based on what I'm putting in, but in reality, I just look the same. See, something that, that we've found is that bonsai reps, they control the shape of their pot. They like that control, right? They don't necessarily like to grow where they're planted. They like the transportability of the pot. They like to think like, oh, well, if this doesn't work, I can just get up and go to someone else's system, or I could just go try that guy's system, or I could just go try this company, or I could go try this avenue. E-commerce looks good. Maybe I could try that. They like the transportability of, oh, if that doesn't work out, I'll just go try this. And none of us think like that, but when we look back on our past, we realize how many times have I jumped industries, jumped companies, jumped systems. We have to be honest with like, maybe I just like the transportability of the little pot that I'm in. The same things give me the transportability is screwing up my root system. One thing that we find is those bonsai reps are always looking for that new pot. They're looking for the quick fix, the new funnel, the thing that's gonna work this time, right? When in fact, they just need to grow the root system. Bonsai reps require constant maintenance. Since there's not much soil in the pot, they have to get soaked weekly. In fact, a bonsai tree itself, these little teeny babies, have to get dumped, soaked in a, well, whatever, bucket, a basin of water, a little basin, bucket, whatever. They have to get soaked into a basin of water once a week, and every day they need sprayed, little spray waters, you know? Here's what you can couple that with. Every day, they need to be encouraged. It's okay, you're gonna do great in your new business. Spraying water all over the little bonsai tree. See, because the shallowness of its pot, the fact that it has no root system, it always needs reinforcement. You, maybe you have, maybe, maybe this, this is at you, maybe you've had reps like this on your team, where it feels like every time you talk to them, you're like, are they gonna quit? Are they gonna pick up the phone? Like, maybe, maybe not. And they constantly need to encourage them, always spray them. It's okay, you're gonna do great. See, because they have no root system, they're super dependent on everything around them. This thing blows them that way. This thing blows them that way. This thing blows them that way. You talk to them on the phone and they're like a mess. And you need to encourage them and spray them and water them and dump them in the little basin of water. It's okay. You're going to be great. See, they're looking for inspiration. Bonsai reps are always looking for inspiration. Real business owners, real reps, they trade in their inspiration for one-time revelation. Bang! It changed. And now they move forward. See, the exact same seed, the exact same seed that uh, created the little tiny bonsai tree, the exact same tree created that. That's a big tree. The exact same seed. See, you have the chance to be the big tree. It's just a matter of where you planted. So you planted reps, they grow deep roots. Deep roots that go down the soil and that get nutrients and that they're stable. Roots also, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but when a tree is planted, it drives through the soil regardless of what's in its way. So if it bumps against like a pipe, like a water pipe or whatever, 
it's going to go through it or it's going to go around it. It doesn't say, oh, water pipe, oh, I'm dead, and then fall over. I quit and then try to move. The tree doesn't get up and walk away. It plows through it. It goes around it. It figures it out, right? What does that mean in business? Oh, well, I don't really get along with my upline that much. Oh, I don't really, um, I don't really uh, like my, I don't like the person I'm working with. Oh, I don't know if I like this funnel. I don't, I'm going to redesign it all. I, oh, I don't know if I like this. I'm going to change this. Oh, I don't know if like, you know, that guy focuses on products. I focus on the business opportunity. I'm just going to like kind of isolate. See, a planted tree will go through the obstacle. An unplanted tree will always try to transport. Go through it. Talk to your upline. They can probably help you go through it. Don't be a pansy, but they can probably help you if you need a different perspective. See, when a storm comes, a planted tree can weather the storm. In fact, the roots in a planted tree will actually intertwine with each other in a lot of ways and stabilize the whole tree. Your relationships with the people in this Zoom call, the relations with people in the group, that's why we do these, by the way, your relations with people in the group will stabilize you during the tough times and the strong times. Intertwined roots pass nutrients to each other. Some of the biggest ahas we've had in business have been from other people cross-lined to us that have given us ideas. We've been able to implement them and go boom. <clears throat> That's one of the reasons why the, um, the conference is such an important thing. We're only a week and a half away, but if you don't have your ticket, why not? Oh, I don't have, I don't have the money to go. Really? You'd rather not grow roots? The biggest ROIs we've ever had in business have been from personal connections with people and stabilizing ourselves in relationships. Planted reps add value to the orchard that they're in. They don't just take, they don't just show up on the calls or in the groups and like pictures. They don't just show up and look at things and say, oh cool, how can that help me? They also add value back. Jonathan Young is a perfect example. Devin is a perfect example of this. If you look in the group, a lot of the product posts in there are from them. You, it's not like they just wake up one day and say, hey, you know what I'm thinking of? All these facts about Nutrify. No, they go through the effort to do the research and figure it out and make a post that can help you sell more product. And some of you aren't even on their team. Kayla, whenever Kayla and Brandon jump in the group and they make a post about you know, Tori doing amazing things and Nicole doing awesome things, like, are they doing it because they want to you know, just, hey, I want to make a video right now because I'm bored. No, they're doing it because they want to add value to Tori and Nicole or whoever they're promoting, but they also want to add value to the group and say, hey, it's growing. Like, they don't need to do that. They've got their own groups, but they come into the, some, uh, some other ones, maybe the ones that you're in, and they add value to the group. They're not just trying to pull from it. They're adding value to it. That's pretty awesome. See, you ever, you ever had any people, anyone try to like, we, this is a hokey term, but who cares? They call, we call them dream stealers. dream stealers. They're like, you know, well-meaning sometimes friends or family or people around us, acquaintances that try to kind of bash us for our business and like, you know, make us feel stupid and call, whatever, you know, call it a scam or whatever they say, but make us feel dumb for having our business. And they basically, they, we try, we call it like steal the dream. They try to steal the dream from us. Well, most of you are probably too strong mentally to let your dream get stolen. I get that. And I think that's good. But those same people might be able to keep you a bonsai. They might be able to screw up enough gears in here to not get you planted. They, want, they might just get enough stuff second guessing, enough mental ping pong happening where you don't get planted. 
enough ping pong happening to keep you out of the orchard, keep you from driving roots. If they can do that, yeah, you have a little bonsai, but you could be the big tree outside. When you drive your roots, you're gonna get hurt, by the way. A lot of people think like, oh, like, oh, I, I left that business because, you know, my upline was mean to me or because this happened or, you know, someone said something. I'll just tell you right now, you're gonna get hurt in this business. It's a people business. You're gonna get hurt in everything, by the way, but it's a people business. We're gonna try our very best to always serve you in the highest capacity and serve you with respect. Someday, we might accidentally say something that rubs you the wrong way. And by the way, people do it to us all the time. We don't quit when our, one of our downlines is a dim wad. The point is, we get hurt. You will get hurt, and that's okay. Just accept it and drive your roots deeper, because the further down they go, the stronger you are. Last thing is planted reps have to get pruned to bear fruit, and it's okay. So if you feel like you're in a spot right now where someone's just like, they're just like, they're pruning, they're taking off, they're taking stuff off you, and it sucks. It's, everything's painful. You might be getting pruned. You might be getting prepared for the next step in your business journey. It's okay. Remember that nothing comes against something that isn't driving fast. If you're, if you're sitting in a parking lot, there's very few bugs that fly around the windshield. If you're going 100 miles an hour down the street, you're going to get some bugs in the windshield, and that's okay. Just take it. It's part of the process. A lot of people think that it goes here, where you're at now, success, boom, straight line. And you know what? In this analogy, it actually is. But they also think that failure is on the other side of success. So I mean, they think it's on the other side of them. So they, get, they think it's failure, them, success. And I either go towards failure or towards success. Untrue. It's you, failure, success, all in the same line. You have to punch through failure to get to success, and that's okay. That's the pruning process. It's totally okay. The bottom line to all of this is to create unity, you have to be unified and get planted. All right, was that pretty good or what? Hopefully it was. Well, I wanted to tell you before, but I didn't want you to have any uh, you know, preconceived ideas of what you'd be listening to, but that was actually, that, that analogy actually came from one of our uh, pastors, or actually a guest pastor at church this past weekend and I started hearing that analogy and I started taking some like copious notes and he was likening it to uh to obviously the you know the the, the faith system that we're part of we're faith-based family as as you might know and um and anyway he was basing it to that and I was like I was like oh my gosh this is amazing this is like perfect perfect exactly what like you know, reps and MLM companies do all the time. So hopefully uh, you made the connections pretty well. I imagine you did. Um, I absolutely love that analogy. You'll probably be using it a thousand more times. But um, anyway, the first step of creating retention is creating unity within yourself and then unity with those that you're running with. And um, if you go back way earlier in this podcast, I did some episodes on retention. I think you'll really enjoy those. I'll probably do some more uh, upcoming. But if you are kind of diving into this mode of retention, um, then go back maybe to the beginning of this year. And uh, and I did some episodes on retention back then. So anyway, hopefully have an amazing day. If, uh, if you're not a part of the group yet, go to MLMSalesFunnels.com. Join the private discussion group. It's free to join. That's MLMSalesFunnels.com. And uh, we talk about using acquisition systems for your network marketing business all day long and if you haven't yet read it yet i don't know why not 
But if you're focused on retention, but you don't have growth yet, it's okay. But you need to be focused on performance actually more than retention. You need to start sponsoring people. And you can do that by learning how to build those acquisition systems. You can go to the MLMRebelsBlueprint.com. That's no, there's no the in that, so my bad. Just MLMRebelsBlueprint.com as a free blueprint for you to read. It is very detailed. I have received uh, multiple compliments just in the past week. It's been out for a little while, but just in the past week, multiple compliments of how much value it adds, and it's totally free. And uh, I want you to go read that if you haven't done it yet. So if you haven't done it, go do it. MLMRebelsBlueprint.com. Hope you have an amazing day, and hopefully you enjoyed the show. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.